Yes, 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 beautiful people of the world. Welcome back to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Sumit and Thunmit, we are back. What up, Sumit? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's up, my man? Uh, I haven't uh, heard from you on Yap in many, many moons. Yes, it's been uh, what, like four months? Yeah, yeah, about four months since we last recorded. That's a, that's a good break to take, right? Uh, we yeah, took I a little. How to do this? <laughs> I did too. It's kind of, it's kind of weird coming back to do the podcast again. It's been so long, but feels good. Feels good to be back. Uh, I feel like we're kind of reviving this thing again. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's see how much we can revive it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the premise of the podcast is basically whether we record or not, whether you listen or not, we really don't give a shit. Like, we really don't care. So, it's all good. It's all good in the neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is a conversation for you and I. And uh, if anybody wants to listen, it's their choice. Yeah. You know, because that's what's sexy, is consent. Were you sitting on that? You just wanted to throw that in there? I'm always sitting on it. <laughs> awesome. I, 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 throw, I throw that out quite often. Whenever, whenever it feels right, you know, just throw that one out there. It's a good one. Bro, bro uh, what have you been doing for the last four months? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so much has happened in the last four months. Um, I think we last spoke in like October. Yeah. What are all the things that we didn't cover on the podcast? Let's just wrap them up real quick. Uh, how about we each just do a rapid fire response <laughs> to like <laughs> different things that we didn't cover? Because uh, we're not going to go back and cover them. But let's see. Halloween happened. Great Halloween. Yes. You know. You and I hung out before Halloween, though. I came down to Virginia. Yes. Celebrated my birthday. That was great. Yeah. Um, Biden won the election. <laughs> God damn, how far behind are we? Do you want to spend 10 seconds talking about that? Uh, sure, I guess. Yeah. I thought, you know, we, we usually try not to talk about political stuff. but Give I think, your feedback in 11 words total. What? I'm not counting my words. I had a long day at work. <laughs> um, That's a good challenge, though. Try to do it. 11 words total. Your reaction on the, on the, on the most recent... Election Are you going to count America. the words? Yeah, I'm going to count them. Ready? All right, ready, go. Um, what am I going to say? All right. Uh, we got rid of him, and by him, I mean Trump. Great success. <laughs> yeah, you were actually at 12. That was good. Oh, I threw the great in there. I thought I was short one word. That was well put, man. Concise. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, you know. Why talk about it so much? <laughs> when, that's like when Kevin on The Office was like, why use big many word when little word will do? <laughs> <laughs> why use many words when little words will do? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, actually. What are you going to do with all that time you save up, Kevin? See world. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you saying see the world or see world? Like Shamu? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The Office got taken off. Uh, Netflix. Netflix, That yeah. was another thing that happened. 
the the year changed. It's now 2021. So that's correct. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year from the Yap Boys. I think that's going to be the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the year the year is now 2021. January and February just flew right by us. Yeah. And it's about to be March in like a few days. So and we're still dealing with coronavirus. Oh yeah, the pandemic never ended. Um, no, the Patriots. I mean, the Bucks won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, the Tampa Bay Patriots. <laughs> um, what else did we miss? Anything else crazy happened? I mean, the farmers' protest has been happening right for what like since November months and months now. Yeah. I, no, I think it started like back in September, but I don't think they started to actually like yeah congregate until about like mid mid october end of end of october maybe early november something like that yeah. i don't even know the timeline at this point because they've been out there for so long with no progress no updates oh there's uh, been progress they they've basically started to live there like oh no they, i mean from like the in terms of the reforms right right right, right. <laughs> yeah so yeah they've pretty much now they all live in Delhi now, on the outskirts of Delhi. Yeah, they started <laughs> all relocating permanent toilets and water supplies and food supplies. There's a mall. There's a library. Bro, this is like they just established a whole new. <laughs> they just developed a city. <laughs> I mean, isn't that incredible? It's so incredibly shitty. America, India is like they like they can go and just. It's insane that that's how shitty India is, that they would rather have their citizens build entire cities without any permits, without zoning, without no. nothing, instead of repealing three laws. Like, you know, that's you a really damn have shame. To, yeah, I mean, you really have to... I think it's four laws, actually. Um, or something like no, that. No, it's three. It's three? Okay. Yeah. It's been hard to keep track of because the reporting has been so inaccurate all over the place you know yeah. there's a lot of misinformation disinformation a lot of a lot of things that are just being shared all over the place that yeah you know it's just getting to a point where nobody really even knows like where we stand you know what i mean like yeah. at this point we're just like every all these people are just there yeah 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 well you know? i think this is what happens though when uh, I, I think this happens in movements uh, movements often have like a, a sexy phase to them you know what i mean mm -hmm. but like the real work often happens when that sexy phase ends and by right. sexy phase i mean when when there's mass media coverage or mass social media uh, right. virality or whatever right so i think it, it seems like it's sort of slowing down in terms of the the sexiness phase of it mm -hmm. um and now I guess now is now is the real fucking struggle because both these sides are just waiting each other out. They're basically testing to see who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna last longer. Yeah, you know. Um, so it, it sucks, man. But um, let's see. We're all kind of like all eyes on India still. We're all eyes all eyes on Modi. We're still trying to figure out what the hell's gonna happen with these laws. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think you have to kind of admire the resolve of the farmers to, you know, stand up and not even stand up, but like really literally just situate themselves outside of Delhi for this long. Right. And we talked right. about already what they've established in terms of like their own kind of local economy there. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Right. Like people are selling stuff. They're growing food. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's like a market set up like it's, uh, was it? I think Trevor Noah made a joke about it. He's like, you know, the good thing about Delhi, uh, 
what was it? The, the good thing about these protests is that all these markets now exist. So all the Delhi police officers are technically technically considered mall cops now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He did say that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think that's like, first of all, that's hilarious. But secondly, yeah. Yeah. it just goes to show that they're there for the long haul. They're literally there fighting for their yeah. lives. And this is a topic that, you know, I knew that we wanted to talk about 100% when we came back right. with the podcast, right? Because um, one, obviously it needs to be talked about. Two, it needs even more awareness. I know so, like fatigue is starting to set in for people yeah. where they're seeing all these posts. It's repetitive. You know, uh, it's the same thing every day for the last however many months now. You know, it, it's we, we need a, you know, people need a break from, not, not okay I, let me let me rephrase that they don't need a break they need positive change and reform right we right. need to see updates happen we need to see what comes out of these protests right. a positive thing right? right just like i don't understand how the indian government is operating but i don't want to comment too much on that um <laughs> I've been hearing lately that people are people's uh, visas have been canceled because oh, of like yeah. negative remarks made on social media about the government. Yeah, man, shit is real, so. dude. Shit is very real. But yeah, um, no, I I feel you definitely. It's mentally, uh, emotionally exhausting as people in the diaspora who are just watching from the sidelines, uh, at times feeling helpless, at at times feeling empowered, but you know constantly day in and day out when you're doing this for more than 60 days or so or eight i think now it's at like almost 100 days um when you're doing this day in and day out like it is mentally and emotionally exhausting you know you right. get, it, it takes a toll on you 100 percent. so um if you're listening and you're one of those people that has been you know actively partaking uh in the protests like one shout out to you two uh, you know, just just be sure to also take care of your mental health too, and make sure like you know you're you're not letting it affect to you too much. Basically, you know, right? Because that's yeah, a real and, thing. Uh, that shit's real, man. Yeah, um, I was gonna say something I completely forgot now. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this is something that we want to make sure that we definitely spoke about, that it gets the proper attention, continuous attention that it deserves. Yeah. And, you know, we stand with our farmers, we stand with our people, um, you know, and, and you mentioned the people that are sharing this and, and actively kind of, you know, taking on this social media activism, essentially. More power to you. Keep keep yeah. it going. Because some of us, are, I'll, I'll admit, some days I'm just like, yo, I don't even know like how much more of this I can see because it's so painful to watch. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. there's so many deaths that have come out of this. There has been this, that, no progress made. Like, they yeah. dealt with like monsoons or like rainstorms or whatever it was for so long. Like, yeah, the man, winter, like, dude. They're fucking went through the winter in the on the streets in the fucking protest literally like insane insane that's literally insane. man it, and like, now they gotta prepare for hot weather like coming up yeah. if this lot they're talking about like it might last through the summer or whatever they have to worry about you know they'll, they'll probably be collecting donations for coolers and fans and you know all kinds of shit i don't even know where they're gonna get this electricity from like how how is but it's fucking insane how handy all of these people are and how everyone is helping each other out and how they're self-sustainable, you yeah. know, like it's fucking in so inspiring to see, you know, like the fact yeah. that 
the government had cut off their water and they were like, fuck it, we will figure out our own supply of fresh water. They right. figured out sanitary, uh, you know, um, accommodations and shit. They figured yeah. out how to, you know, have separate accommodations for women. And they figured out food was like the number one thing. They had that shit figured out because that's just in yeah. our blood, I guess. Like food Bro, has been people, running nonstop since day people one. People are eating good over there man even yeah. like the homeless people that yeah. were around that area uh, prior to the protest starting they're li- loving life right now yeah they have, their bellies have never been this full before yeah which is a beautiful thing but i think the other beautiful thing to me is the unity that's come of this globally right right uh the fact that the messaging is consistent across the, the globe for, uh, with the diaspora uh all W people for the most part are on the same page and, and are rooting for our farmers and you know, I, I think we just need to see some progress made uh, from the government side. I think that's the only thing we're waiting on right now. And right. I I pray it happens sooner rather than later. Yeah, like, man. let these people go home, bro. Let like, them go home, yeah. There's a whole life they have to live outside mm-hmm. of protesting in which they're literally fighting for their lives. Like, yeah. there's, there's like it's ironic, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. And and the, what, you, what you mentioned, especially, like, so many farmers have passed away during the protest because yeah. of the conditions that they had to live in. It's insane, man. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm glad we're shedding some more light on it. Um, let's just keep a close eye on it and let's keep pushing together as a community keep yep. raising awareness can we pause and talk about rihanna's role in in, in the farmers <laughs> protest real quick <laughs> let's do it because you wake up one morning and you see a retweet from rihanna and you're like oh hmm, cool but then the, right after that it turns into a global movement yeah. like it turned into something like i looked at it, i was like huh that's pretty cool you know and then i kind of like moved on with my life Right. But like for, I guess, Punjabi people or Sikh people or, or, or people that support this movement in general, they were like over the moon. And I was like, what's the big deal? And then somebody told me, somebody was like, she has 100 million followers on Twitter. And I was like, right. get the fuck out. I was like, yeah. okay, I get it. That's a big deal now. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, not just her though. Rihanna started the wave, right? Yeah. It was her. Then it was, uh, I think, Amanda Cerny, who's like mm-hmm. a, an actress, I guess. And then uh, who was it? Uh, Greta Thur- uh, Thunberg, Thunberg, however Thunberg, you say her name. Yeah. Um, she yeah. she spoke out. Little Greta. Yeah, and yeah. and then these people are getting attacked. They were literally burning effigies of Yo, Rihanna and oh Greta. Oh my god! Right when like, Hindu people are are up in arms about rihanna and then it's funny because recently she posted a photo where she was kind of nude but she was wearing a necklace that had a ganesh around it did you see Mm -hmm. that oh man they are just literally trying to like hunt her down and i love how unbothered she is like she's just like okay you guys have no lives bro the other hero that's come out of this yeah Interestingly enough, they're all female, right? Right. Is it Mina Harris, Kamala Harris's niece? Oh yes, yeah, 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 one hundred. She's been a strong proponent of the farmers' movement. Yeah. She's spoken out numerous times. The government itself and other people that represent the movement of on the other side, right? The the extremist movement essentially have been attacking her too, and she's yeah. taking it in stride. She's literally like, bring it on! I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 
I'll fight for what's right. I'll stand up for what's right. Yeah. I'll talk about what's right. You know what I mean? Oh, it's and, really commendable. On the no. guy's side, uh, we have seen um, certain people of power definitely raise their voices. Jigmeet Singh, NDP from Canada, has definitely been very vocal. So is his brother, Gurathan Singh. Mm-hmm. Um, Amit Bali. Amit Bali, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Canadians for sure. You know who's another uh, a big hero in this movement is is Ravi Singh from Casa Aid. Oh you yeah, know, that man like had you know volunteers there the moment the movement started, yep. and you know Aid was ready. They've done everything from food to water to to you know sanitation to beds and like shoes and clothes and like literally anything everything you could think of yeah. um i think he's being nominated for a nobel peace prize right yeah i think he, they've been nominated prior like a, a couple few years ago something like that for something yeah. else because they're always at the site of the disasters providing right. relief no matter what yeah. where it is in the world no matter what the situation is it doesn't matter who the people involved are even mm-hmm. right it's there's something happened they need us simple as that let's go you know what I mean? Yeah. And what really kind of pissed me off, uh, really pissed me off actually, was when the government tried to paint Casa Aid as like a terrorist organization. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, if you don't, like, if you so don't try funny. to, like, th- like, you could clearly tell they're str- like grasping at straws. Right? Yeah, yeah. They clearly know they are in the wrong. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yet, you know, they're they're just, they're just trying to derail the movement as much as possible, you know, and yep. so they're they're doing all sorts of fucking little political tricks and shit just to yep. try and derail the movement. But luckily enough, like yo, shout out to all the Punjabi singers and artists that have come mm-hmm. out and support and actually gone to the protests as well we, yeah. we didn't get to talk about when we were offline we didn't get to talk about diljeet and the yeah. other chicks fucking fight on twitter the battle it wasn't even a fight it was a battle because it lasted weeks like yeah. <laughs> shots yeah. just being fired back and forth all day all night uh, but all the Punjabi artists that have shown support, literally everyone across the Punjabi music industry uh, has been crazy. Damn, now that I said Punjabi music industry, um, I'm reflecting on the recent news of the passing of Sardul Sikandar. Mm-hmm. That was a that was just like a very sad thing to wake up to. Such sad news. Yeah. Legend, man. The guy's a legend. You know what's crazy is, uh, you know, I didn't grow up listening to Punjabi music to that extent. You know what I mean? So, like, I knew kind of the main artists, and Sardul Sikandar was definitely one of them, but I didn't know all of his music right. until I started to reflect and go back after the hearing about yeah. his passing, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you didn't realize how many hits this guy had, man. Yeah. It was, like, hit after hit after hit after yeah. hit. And I'm like, his contribution to Punjabi music to Punjabi culture yeah. is so understated in some ways. I feel like, you know, uh, people sometimes only get their recognition once they've passed away for some reason. And, I, yeah. I, you know, we see it in mainstream, like, music as well. Yeah. Um, or even, like, sports, you know, with, with Kobe and, and all them. So, you know, there's... I don't know. I feel like there's... Uh, yeah. No, he, he was one of those artists that he was talented as hell and mm-hmm. had hit after hit after hit. But... Yep. He didn't have that pop star vibe or that pop star persona. And so he didn't 
he didn't end up being in everyone's faces like Jazzy B. Like, you know, right. with Jazzy B, it was like, you know, you knew the name and the face and you associated the two together. With Sadul yep. Sekunder, it's like you you knew the voice and you knew the songs, but you you, you rarely ever knew the, the face because mm. he wasn't out there with the crazy haircuts and the sunglasses and the fucking shiny outfits and all that shit, you know? Right, like, right. I, I don't think he just had... I don't know if that was like a lifestyle choice for him or if it if it just wasn't in the cards for him or what. But like, you know, but still, dude was a fucking legend. I used to listen to and watch YouTube videos of him just doing like live concerts or like live little mehfils with like, you know, his friends mm-hmm. and people around. Oh, man, those were the fucking best. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, to go back to what you were talking about in terms of like, his uh global reach or recognition let's call it uh you know the fact that he wasn't out there the way all these other punjabi artists were kind of is like that's an integrity move i feel like you know what i mean like he, he wasn't like trying to be somebody he wasn't right you know yeah. he, he just did what he was good at made his name made his money you know gained his fame whatever you want to say yeah and he, he did it with grace you know i mean i think like how many people can you really say that about yeah, no, that's one hundred percent true. He he definitely did it with grace, uh, but yeah, man, he passed away recently, and um, we've I know me and some of them have been blasting Mala on Prophecy's new album recently, nonstop because yeah. it's such an amazing track, and um, the fact that I guess that's going to be pretty much like the last track that we'll know him for that he puts out is is legendary because it's. Such I was an thinking the same thing. Too. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "This is probably probably the last piece of work he's done." Yeah, maybe was, we don't uh, know. Was like, he on dialysis? I know he had some kidney issues and stuff, or, or I, I don't know. I wasn't aware of his health issues. Uh, I just had heard that you know he passed away due to COVID um, mm. complications and stuff. So yeah. I know that I did see some video of uh, I don't know like one of the Punjabi meme pages posted a video of all these people standing outside of the hospital where he was, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I guess either before or after he had passed away. Yeah. But like, that's the kind of support that shows you how much of an impact that he had. Right. 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 Crazy, man. What a legendary dude. Definitely yeah. going to be missed. Um, I will, that's the beauty of like being a, a successful artist though, is that like, you'll be immortalized like yep. you know everybody will still remember you your music your name you know uh the, just that's why i'm like fact. you know yes he's passed away he probably you know th- we may not hear any new music come from him you know unless he's got stuff recorded that we'll release later i'm not sure yeah but i feel like everybody's been you know mourning his loss the loss of his life and 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 as they should right as we mentioned he's been such an he's created such an impact in the industry but legends never die legends never die. they just don't yeah man oh yeah he's immortalized right we still talk about sony pabla we still talk about kaka like we still we still talk about all these like legends uh what's his name uh Oh my God! The, Gildeep, oh, no, uh, Bindrakia, like, Bindrakia, <laughs> you know, yeah, like man. all these oh, guys yeah. and and Monik, but yeah. all these guys that have had such a, a strong influence in the industry and on on us as people who right. consume their their product, aka music, right? So, yeah, you know, he he might have passed physically, but his music will live on forever, and I think that's such a beautiful message. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. R.I.P. to him. 
and hopefully, you know, his family is doing all right. You know what I mean? Like it's a tough time all around. There's all obviously the stuff going on in Punjab that we, like we just talked about, yeah. but at the same time, like losing a, a loved, uh, beloved family member is not an easy thing. So, you know, no. our, our thoughts and prayers go out to them as well. Yeah. Prophecy put out a pretty heartfelt um, post when he passed away because Prophecy looked up to him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He was definitely a big idol for him. Bro, uh, he I, talked I, about what it was like to work with him. He, he posted up like a, a little small snippet of the behind the scenes of when he recorded Mola. Uh, yep. And that was crazy. Uh, and Prophecy himself has suffered a lot of loss in his family in the past year and a half it's, yeah. or past year through COVID because of COVID. So it's crazy. I was listening to uh, Bobby Friction and um, British Asia. What is it? BBC, British Brit Asia, Asia. British Asia, whatever. BBC yeah. Asian Network Radio. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> We're just making up names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is it? BBW? What is it? <laughs> All right. What you been up to? <laughs> um, but yeah, I was listening to that when the album came out and he was interviewing Prophecy and Prophecy was talking about that. So crazy, man. Crazy times. Uh, COVID is still a fucking thing, but the vaccine's out. Hopefully everyone's getting vaccinated little by little, slowly, slowly. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to go back to live my happy best life man <laughs> i'm trying to enjoy the summer hopefully um, yeah i mean bro i was looking forward to it i was like yo things are getting starting to get better people are getting vaccinated and then today this morning i wake up and cnn has posted new new york city variant found and i'm like okay what the hell is this Son now? Of a bitch. <laughs> and then they're like oh it it your uh human immune system does not respond to it and also uh, the vaccine may not work on it. And I'm like, oh, what fucking the great. Fuck? <laughs> We're back to stage one. That's fucking crazy, dude. Imagine, though, like, imagine, like, the vaccine, imagine the virus never goes away, right? Uh, but science, I'm just throwing out a hypothetical fucking, like, um, what's the word? Post-apocalyptic kind of, not even post-apocalyptic, but, like, future... <laughs> futuristic dystopic yeah scenario all right so the virus the virus keeps spreading uh new variants keep coming out right like Mm -hmm. every uh every month it's like some new shit like covid 247 (laughs) you know like the fucking number (laughs) just keeps going up but science and the fucking pharmaceuticals have gotten really good so they're pumping out new vaccines every month too like oh we got the vaccine for the latest one but then a new one comes out (laughs) and then we find out that the pharmaceuticals are the ones creating the virus so that they can make (laughs) money off the vaccine (laughs) but get this you get to a point where like vaccines come in like all sorts of forms now so it's like it's like vaccine the chewing gum It's Yo, like, if we get to like, that point, it's like vaccine now as a jewel pod, <laughs> <laughs> which is ironic. <laughs> but yo, I, I don't think we're too far off there. It's if like, this continues going for years, I think like, we'll get va- there. <laughs> vaccine, the new scent from Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. They make they put the uh, vaccine in their talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> they got that shit at like as gummy bears. They're like <laughs> yeah. Now found at your nearest dispensary. <laughs> yeah, imagine that, man. That'd be a, I, like it's not 
it's not too crazy to think about. I feel like we'd be there one day. If hey, if you're listening to this 50 years from now and this is the case, just I called it. I'm the first one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember my name. Yeah. <laughs> this will be my legacy. I we need to figure out a way future. to monetize that. Yeah. <laughs> How do you mind? whoever is my next in kin, please pay them immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's switch gears real quick. And talk yeah. about something that has emerged through COVID. The Super Bowl halftime show. Clubhouse. Oh, Clubhouse. Okay, sorry. You We're really want to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show? It was shit. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was okay. But the memes that came out of it was were fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones where like the weekend is just like, look, he looks lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the memes were like me trying to find the bathroom at a club. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not far off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, so let's talk about Clubhouse. Yes. What do you think of Clubhouse? I heard about Clubhouse through Just Raj. Shout yes. out. And Just I heard Raj. about Clubhouse through you and Just Raj. So. Okay, so you also heard of So very close circle. <laughs> yeah, so uh, initially it was like, I guess it was pretty exclusive or whatever. Like you would sign up and it would say you are on a wait list. Right. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh shit. First of all, it still is kind of exclusive in the sense that it's only on iOS. So Android users have not been able to get on clubhouse. Thank God. Stay the fuck away. You fucking dweebs. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry guys. Um, Have you been using it though? Like have you, are you an active user? So, the so hold on back up so yeah it used to be very exclusive to try and get in so i signed (laughs) up and then like a day or two later i got a message saying oh somebody has let you in and it was like one of my friends this guy that i know off of instagram and i was like oh sweet i'm in and then i started checking it out and i was like this is strange and i didn't know how it worked i think i remember even signing up for like the orientation they they were having orientations i think they still do that where like they have new member orientation room once a week Mm -hmm. and they just talk about like you know what clubhouse is for how to use it this that and the other and all that shit and ask questions with the founders yeah and so i remember that first day i joined that room and really kind of started to get a excuse me get a handle on how how it works and then i think the next day i was on there i was like oh let me just hop into some room some rooms hopped into some random small rooms and started talking to people from all over the country some some people from all over the world and it was really Mm -hmm. interesting and um i was like oh this is kind of cool and refreshing and different um and then i did that maybe one other day two days whatever and then it was the notifications just became way too much it's like every (laughs) two seconds clubhouse's notifications such as such as in this room go look at this room go check out this i was just like fuck um so luckily they have like a pause notifications thing so i i used to just hit and then i've gone into some net and then the brown people joined so they, <laughs> the brown that, wave <laughs> the brown wave happened because i remember when the first the first week or so that i was on there uh every room that i was on was basically non-brown people it was like black people white people actually it was more black people than white people there's a lot of black people in a lot of rooms that were just a lot of black people in there i don't know how or why that's 
that was like are white people just not attracted to clubhouse or <laughs> was it just based on my my location or like you know like was i see, not seeing yacht club rooms or some shit like what the fuck was going on you know like um so anyway but na- then the brown wave happened and that happened i think like two weeks ago where like literally every brown person that has an iphone is now joining uh and there's a fuck ton of brown people on there there's and, way too many and there's some that just never get off of clubhouse like every time you open it up you're like this person's still here <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck <laughs> 3 a.m. What are you doing? How bored are you? You've been on for 12 hours straight. Like, and they're all talking to the same people the whole time too, which is the crazy part to me. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, time does fly when you're on there. Like when, like that's why I'm scared to go on there sometimes. It's probably like what what TikTok is like for people. I don't have TikTok, but I'm assuming like you just open it up and all of a sudden like on TikTok, 30 minutes of your life are gone. This mm-hmm. is the same way, except a lot longer of a time because conversations last a lot longer. So like you hop on and all of a sudden three hours have gone by and you're like, what the fuck did I just do for three hours? Just talk to a bunch of random people for no reason. Yeah. So my, I think my experience with clubhouse so far has been a little bit different. Um, I had been seeing people talk about it last year. I think like mid year around May, June um, Mm -hmm. on Twitter right and i'm like oh what is clubhouse i looked into it a little bit i didn't download it but i just like searched it and i, I was like okay i'm not really interested in another social media platform especially the one that's like audio only you know what I yeah because um, like i didn't really see the value or merit in that and then uh you know months passed i think i joined i joined like what last month two months ago something like yeah, that december yeah, yeah last and then month. I, I yeah i think that's when just rajat invited me so i joined got in i'm you know poking around here and there and then I'm like, I don't like this. So I deleted it like right away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the brown wave happened and all my friends started showing up. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll, j- oh, no, it was you. You were like, yo, why are, what are you doing? Like, why are you not on it? Right. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I'll get back on it then, I guess. So I joined again or, well, re downloaded it and yeah. started like, you know, following people and checking out what the rooms were about and stuff. And, Honestly, like I think so far my experience has been there are some really cool rooms, like really cool topics that people are talking about, right? There's people that talk about product management, which is the space yeah. I work in. You know, there's people that talk about music, which is the other space I work in. You know, yeah. so like things of interest to me were that are really relevant, uh, really were providing a little bit of value, right? And the, my issue right now, though, is that my attention span for these types of rooms is very low, right? Mm, like yeah. I can listen to like, 10 15 minutes max and then i'm out like i can't right. sit there for hours on end just doing right. the same th- listening to the same people or talking about the same topics you know what i mean right um and that's why i feel like i have poked into like random rooms that like my friends will be in or people yeah. i know are in and they'll be just talking about some like random shit and i'm like why do you have a clubhouse room for this just but that's on the, the phone thing. And talk to each other <laughs> well that's the thing though is like that's why that that's why the length that people are on is so long is because in order to really get in the groove of having like a healthy conversation with a bunch of people you have to hear everyone talk you have to kind of like go around the room and this that and the other you have to catch up on what's being talked about you know because even just because it says that this is the name of the room doesn't mean that that's what they're still talking about three hours in you know right right (laughs) so 
um yeah that's why it's and for me like just at this point in my life that's just too time consuming so i try to stay away i'll go in every once in a while poke my head and be like oh cool but like i'm always i'm almost scared i'm just like if i join this room and start talking i know myself like two You're hours will stop. go by yeah two hours will go by oh trust me i know i've recorded podcasts with you that's, yeah. great. <laughs> that's why i prefer this medium after an hour we're done you know nobody else can cut you off but me exactly and the clock see that's the other thing right there's like there needs to be a set standard in terms of a decorum of how you operate when you're in that room, right? Yeah. If you're just listening, you don't really get to do anything other than listen, right? Yeah. But if you're one of the speakers, like somebody nominates you and throws you into the speaker category for yeah. whatever reason, right? Now you're going around waiting your turn until they get to you. You got to introduce yourself. You got to you know, yeah. convey whatever yeah. message you want to convey based on the topic that they're talking about. But then there's people in there who don't wait their turn and start jumping in, butting in. And it's like, all right, I really don't have the patience for this. I didn't even really care to conference. say much anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But like, long, there's no decorum. Like, yeah. how you get the moderator's attention to like speak next is you keep tapping the mute on yeah. mute like mic button. I'm like, what is this? Like, this is like I, I thought my my app was like crazy. bugging out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, but I, then I realized what people yeah. were doing. Yeah. But yeah, I was on the I was in a room yesterday. They were talking about this new thing called NFTs. I don't want to get into it now because I really don't even understand it yet. Oh yeah, um, me neither. But like, it was an interesting conversation. Gary V was in there. He was talking to some people about it, and they were talking about how like uh, digital art is essentially or commoditizing art in a digital way right. um, is what the what I got out of it. Yeah, uh, it was it was a very heated conversation for with some people. Then there were some people who really provided a lot of value and insight into like how they think the world is going to be going forward and like the idea of owning digital assets is is essentially the equivalent of having a blue check mark on instagram right you want to try to be the first person there you want to say that you've already gotten it or whatever right Mm -hmm. similar to bitcoin early on right the early adopters of bitcoin now we've seen bitcoin skyrocket up past fifty thousand, right but when I heard first heard about it, it was like a buck, two bucks, maybe even less. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Had I bought some back then, could you imagine where I'd be oh right now? God. I don't want to play that game. I hate playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah, especially because I dabbled in it many years ago, like yeah. four or five years ago. Dabbled. I dab- dabbled in it, and you know, there's just so much regret. So much regret. Like, imagine I had still being. Imagine if I was still holding on to the crypto that I had back then. I would. Bro, I have friends who had their. I've had friends who've had their crypto wallets hacked and their Bitcoin stolen. This is like years ago. That's the thing that scares me, though. Is like I I know a lot of people trust this technology, but I'm just like, it's still digital. One day it could be gone. Somebody could just steal it. Like, it'd be smart if you, you know keep cashing out but then it defeats mm-hmm. the purpose because it's not you know you're not making yeah, your, your returns don't compound yeah exactly so i don't know man we're not talking about crypto we're talking about yeah, clubhouse no. <laughs> i was just giving an example of like there are some rooms that are really providing a lot of, a lot of value yeah. and education around certain things especially yeah. new ideas and i think that clubhouse will be the medium going forward but the one thing I have noticed in the last couple of weeks, at least, is, uh, I mean, amongst my friend circle or the people that I follow, the usage has declined a little bit. Really? Like, I don't see the oh, same people on there. I don't see as many people on there anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe so, yeah. some people are starting to kind of 
lose the value of what Clubhouse offers, right? And I think, you know, I don't know how much further it'll go. I think it'll, I I hope and I think it'll do really well going forward because new people are joining all the time. Then, you know, when they do expand it to Android, you know, even more people will jump on it. You know what I mean? Uh, But right now, I'm already seeing that their servers can't even support basic shit. Yeah. Do you think it's catered more towards like young kids or like millennials, basically? I don't think there's a specific like audience. Like 20s, 30s, and 40s. You don't think so? I don't think their demographic is that like siloed, no. Okay, interesting. It is a great technology in terms of like, I'll give them that. In terms of the technology, like the quality of the audio and like, you know, yeah. all that shit, it's fucking amazing. Like crystal clear, like I, I've never yeah. had any issues with like people breaking up or whatever. As long as you are you have good internet connection, Wi-Fi connection, it's been yeah. fine. Um no, it's been great. I think there's a lot of upside and I don't, you know, to go back to what you're talking about in terms of the audience, I don't think the audience is really like specific. I think it's open to everyone. Everybody can contribute. There's a room for every type of person. You think so? Uh, you you think like Gen Z kids are on there though? I don't think yeah. they are. You think so? I mean, maybe not in like large scale just yet because I think millennials are a little bit more visual as think, opposed to more yeah. auditory uh, learners or, or consumers of content. But yeah, um, I don't know. I think eventually they'll be on there too because the people that they look up to, like all these YouTubers and whoever, yeah. like content creators, they're eventually either, if they're not already on there, they yeah, will be on there yeah, because everybody true. else is already on there. So there's going to be that wave that follows as well. So, yeah. you know, I, I think the upside is, is huge. I think they'll do really well. Um, you know, I just hope that they continue to build in like more features that allow for like better moderation in, yeah. within conversation you know better controls but no i think it's an exciting app i think it's one of those like I think so too, generational yeah. type uh products that that emerged uh, due to technology right and yeah. i think you know going forward and, and i've heard my you know my brother's obviously very much in tune with like people who are founders of these types of companies yeah i've heard the founders are very very intelligent people and they're very focused and driven you know okay. and those are exactly the type of people that you want leading the charge in, in right. these types of things so um i think the upside is great you know I, it's gonna be I w- interesting though i think well okay two things i want to i wanted to say one what drew me to the app was the nostalgia because mm-hmm. it reminded me very much of like when we were younger we would hop into these aol chat rooms right yeah <laughs> or, or the what was the micr or something merc merc yeah uh into one of those chat rooms and you'd just be in a chat room with like a bunch of random people and you're like hey where are you who are you where are you from asl <laughs> you know your age sex location yeah yeah <laughs> and like to clubhouse was very nostalgic in that sense i think that's what drew me to it it's like oh hey what's up (laughs) somebody's coming in somebody's leaving somebody's just listening somebody's talking whatever like it's fun um two i wanted to talk about what what's interesting is so they're at the very early stage but they did get huge amounts of funding apparently so they're fucking set for a while Uh, in order to just basically keep growing and expanding their markets i think they uh, even their founders were talking about how they're expanding over asia and europe and and africa everywhere like they're trying to hit all different international markets as well right um i've been into i've been in some rooms where it's just been people from india 
And it's and you know what for that like the novelty of that is actually the value of that is pretty fucking amazing because like how often do you get to actually speak to people that live in India and hear their perspective on things you know right I feel like us as people that live in the diaspora we have a lot of assumptions about people our age that live there and you know we have certain. Uh, I would even say like prejudices about mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. So um, right. I feel like it's very beneficial for brown people that live out in the West to actually hop into some rooms and see what your counterparts mm-hmm. in India have to say um, because yeah. it, it's really cool and refreshing to hear that stuff. You know, we're, we're always trying to, we're, we always assume that, you know, they behave a certain way or they, especially if you've never been or haven't been in a very long time, you mm-hmm. know, you kind of don't know what the, what the society is like over there. Right. So, right. I think um, that's a really good point. Cool. Right. That's a really good point because think about this social media, all types of social media, Facebook first, or if we really want to go back to MySpace, although who really does, but like <laughs> these types of apps or these platforms exist now to help bridge the gap globally amongst people. Right. Yeah. And, the one thing that has been missing is this audio version, right? The, right. This uh, opportunity for people to have cross-border communications without, like, seamless communication without worrying about anything other than, you know, how to connect to the internet. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's yeah. essentially the hardest part in terms of trying to operate Clubhouse, but uh, which is a, it's a very easy thing. I'm just saying, like, by comparison. Yeah. But anyway, go, going back to what you said about them raising money, I just looked it up. They raised a hundred million dollars a month ago, right? They yeah. had raised $10 million before that. This is their Series B. Shit. That tells you their upside is enormous. Yeah, right? holy shit. That's but, crazy, yeah. $100 million. Woo. The other thing I wanted to say was... And, How and big is their payroll? Their payroll can't be more than like 10 people. They're fucking chilling. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have that information, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, the one thing I was going to say is that you know, to our audience members listening to the podcast, hopefully, you know, there are people listening now four months after we last recorded uh, yeah, or dropped an are. episode. I know but you're uh, out there. you know, but if you're out there and you're listening and you are a user of Clubhouse and you think that you know you would like to see yet another podcast do episodes on Clubhouse yeah, potentially, so that you guys can also get involved in the conversation in real time, the way we've you know always kind of wanted let us know like we're, we're happy to try to look into making that jump over there um i think it's an interesting proposition in terms of what we can do with it so let us know you know we need to hear from yeah. you in order for us to make that decision but we may even try it who knows let's see yeah let's just fucking try it next next week and see how it goes um yeah. i think it'll be interesting uh but what you i want to go back real quick to um talk about something in a little bit more detail what you said was um, how with all the technologies that have come out and all the social media platforms specifically that have come out, there's this um, there's this exponential growth in connectivity, in uh, exposure in general. Like right, like we if if we think about like if we think about us as like a civilization back in the day you really only knew what the fuck was going on in your area in your like you know right region of the world or whatever and then you know then people started venturing out and exploring or whatever and you would hear stories from the beyond or whatever you know like <laughs> beyond beyond your, beyond your region <laughs> like what is outside of this 10 mile radius i was having conversation with, with uh, ghosts and demons <laughs> 
<laughs> but I was talking to somebody about this because we were talking about mental health, which, you know, I, I love talking about that stuff. But we were talking about mental health and I was, I was just thinking about like the the amount of exposure we have now to shit, right? Like if 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 I break it down into simpler terms, like think about it this way. When you eat something, right? Your body needs like an hour or two to process whatever you've eaten, to digest it, to process it, break it down, whatever, right? Mm. Your brain your brain kind of works in a similar way, but way faster, right? But still there's a capacity to how much shit your brain can process and you basically we went from having this much information and this much exposure which is like very little you know like Mm -hmm. we worried about the things we knew about right around us and that's it like to now we're exposed to literally everything like we know what fucking Gangana in Bollywood sitting in India thinks about this issue that's affecting these people in Punjab, which is somehow related to me who lives all the way, you know, across Mm -hmm. the fucking oceans here in America. And like this, this amount of exposure and connectivity, is it good for humanity or is it hurting us? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I get to a point where I'm like, I just know too much. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, sometimes I don't even care to know some of the information that I'm receiving. Right. And people have a hard time basically absorbing and processing all this information. It's one of the main reasons why we do this podcast is mm-hmm. because Sumit and I consume the same amount of shit that you guys do, right? Like we're, we're seeing the news. We're seeing what's happening on social media and Twitter every day. Like, we see the same amount of shit. This is our way of basically once a week kind of like unwinding and processing what the fuck just happened, how we feel about it, where we stand on it, and just get... Once we've talked about it, it's out of our system and we're like fucking done. We're like, you know, like that's the thing yeah. of the past now. Right, right. <laughs> right? Essentially, that's what therapy is too, is like, you know, you you process whatever it is that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, again, being a proponent of therapy and being a proponent of uh, men's mental health, um, I think it's important for people to realize that sometimes you're just being exposed to too much and to try mm-hmm. and limit how much shit you're being exposed to. Yeah. So like, if that means you're somebody like me who deactivates Instagram for weeks on end and doesn't record a podcast for like four four months, then that's what you that's what you have to fucking do. Like that's what you yeah. do because your mental health is more important than anything else. Well said. Well said. Yeah, uh, I agree, man. Okay. I think you know all the information that we've consumed in the last year only heightened because of the pandemic because what else do we have to do you know what i mean right, like right. we're constantly looking up information about either the virus or what what's going on in the world and things like right. that and so you know so many other things have happened as a result of not just covid but just you know life but yeah. everybody everybody being in lockdown essentially yeah um that it just uh, it was too much for me man last year especially it was a very rough year and then on top of that like to consume all of the stuff on social media everything that's being shared mm-hmm. regularly like is this too much to keep up with i yeah. also felt like i'm just over social media in general right yeah because i i needed to disconnect i needed to just take a break i needed to just sit down and just be with myself you know and focus right. on like my thoughts and my priorities and things like that um and i think that's an easy thing to like 
kind of get bogged down with but you know we don't need to dive into too much about that specific thing um i just think that if you are also struggling and you know this is and you think that you're consuming too much information then shut yourself off simple yeah these are some some helpful tricks like literally deactivate instagram deactivate social media whatever it is take a break and just like you know i I did that and i was off of there for like probably close to a month the first few days i remember like it felt like i was a fucking crack addict like Mm -hmm. i would be sitting there watching tv and i'd jolt my head my neck over to my phone and look at it as if there was a notification there and there's like (laughs) and then look at it pretending to go back onto instagram then realize that the app's not there and be like oh my bad and then put it down and then keep watching my tv so you went to that extent where you deleted the app completely yeah 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 Yeah. because that's what i have to do too yeah then i was like what the fuck am i doing like am i really that fucking addicted to this shit so i had to stop so i was like all right let me and it's been really helpful the past few months have been really helpful like you know i just spent it's not even like i've been crazy busy i've just Mm -hmm. been spending a lot of time by myself just enjoying my own company and not being engrossed in what's happening on social media right uh and you know just spending a lot of time with myself and it's been great you know it's been really good for my mental health yeah and uh you know i want to also take a moment to congratulate you for the listeners out there who don't know dunmith actually bought his own house yes sir that's been a new update in his personal life you know there's been new updates in our person both of our personal lives so yes summit summit got a new job yes 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 Uh, (laughs) so lots of good news coming out uh also you know try to balance out the good with the bad um all good things man uh this year is going to be another exciting one we're just hoping that this vaccine gets rolled out to everybody in america as soon as possible yeah um i think the johnson and johnson one is getting approved tomorrow so that's another option for and that's a single dose so you don't have to go twice or wait three weeks in between yeah so and it's supposed to be very effective i'm gonna wait till they roll roll out the the gummy bears (laughs) (laughs) the the patch you you stick on your arm the patch or or the febreze scent (laughs) (laughs) you're a big candle guy i'm sure you'll wait for the candles yeah you just fucking just fucking light the candle and you're free you're vaccinated it's just great (laughs) You just have to be consumed by the scent, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, for just uh, with the house thing, it's been crazy, man. It's been a big relief to finally be a homeowner. Uh, I feel like it's like the rite of passage for all immigrants, and I am an yeah. immigrant. I am an immigrant, believe it or not. I'm not a. I'm not a child of an immigrant. We're both immigrants because yeah. I was pretty much. Uh, I was a teenager when I moved here. Um, but yeah, it's been great, man. It's it's been it's really really fulfilling and satisfying to to be able to create your own safe space and create mm-hmm. you know create a home for yourself and fill it with your presence and just like you know it's been good. It's been really great. It's very expensive. I don't like yeah. that part. Like furnishing right. this house is fucking expensive. But, but see, you know, this is whatever. the good thing about owning your own place, though, right? You have all the time in the world now to furnish that's it true. the way you want. Yeah, it's not like, true. you know, when you rent a place, you're there for a year, you sign a lease or whatever. And yeah. now and within like the first two weeks, you got to have like all the furniture you need, yeah, right? Yeah. And like half the time, is, like when you're rushing, and I, I know I've been there because, you know, I used to live in the city and had my own apartments. Yeah. And 
it's not easy trying to furnish a spot. It's really not. No, it's not. It's really not. I second guess every decision I make. I've I've canceled two coffee tables that I've already ordered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they both just were taking forever to deliver. But then by the time the delivery date even came close, I just had second thoughts about it. I'm like, you know what? Cancel it. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm you know, so slow and steady is the is the pace that's gonna you know get you to so where you want to be. So indecisive with this shit, man. So indecisive, yeah. it's crazy. But whatever. it's hard decisions, man. It's really hard decisions. If anybody yeah. thinks it's easy, help Dunmouth House. <laughs> yes, please. I'm looking for free interior designers. Yeah, please come to my house and tell me what to do because I'll I'll just do it. Like I don't care. Yeah. Somebody just tell me and guarantee that it'll look good. Somebody asked me, like, what's the vibe you're going for? And I was like, oh, I'm going for the Barney Stinson vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean you're going to have a Stormtrooper statue soon? Yeah, I probably should get one of those. I wonder. They're probably expensive as hell, though. Do you even watch Star Wars? No. Yeah, no, don't, don't get one. Then. <laughs> get something a little bit more personal. Yeah. No, I'm going to get a lot of plants and stuff. I'm waiting. Um Waiting till it warms up a little bit more yeah. to get some plants in here. So, but it's exciting, man. How's your new job? Are you enjoying yourself? Yes, I'm exhausted though. Yeah, it's so much, so uh, so much uh, that I'm, I'm working on. I just literally got thrown in. Like I, yeah. I thought, you know, I would have like you know a couple of weeks to get settled in, get onboarded or whatever. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, you're here. Cool, here." do oh, all shit. this now so i'm like all right cool all right okay <laughs> damn they threw you in the fire huh yeah but there's some exciting things i'm working on now that are coming soon and, and i'm leading the charge so it's nice. nice uh it's nice to have that kind of control which is uh yeah. not something i'm always used to but uh it's also something that i would like to kind of harness a little bit more and understand better from a you know just a management st- standpoint but yeah. you know uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think I, I'm very excited with the company, about the role, about the industry I'm in. So, yeah, you know, it's great so far. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yes, sir. That's fucking awesome. Maybe I think this is probably we'll, a good place to wrap, though. Yeah, well, let's wrap it up because this is not fucking Clubhouse, so we're not going to sit here <laughs> for four hours. <laughs> yeah, when Thunmid wants to speak, he actually raises his hand and I point at him when he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's it for this time around. We're, this time, we're not going to fucking take four hours of your time. Um, so um, Or another four months to record an episode. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll be back next week. I promise we're getting back into the groove of things. Weather's warming up. Everybody's mental health is getting better. And uh, lots of things to celebrate this year. Uh, we hope everyone's going to have an amazing year. Again, happy new year from, from the Yap Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's the last week happy of February. Happy belated New Year. <laughs> yeah. I, when do people normally stop saying Happy New Year? Like the third day into January? We're like yeah, uh, two I, months solid yeah, into like after, after the, the year. first week, I feel like. After the first week of January, it's weird to, to have somebody say Happy New Year to you. Like that's yeah. fucking weird. Don't, don't do that. That's weird. There's also that awkward period in the beginning when people reach out to you, but they don't say Happy New Year. Right, right. You it's like, you, what the hell, you fucking asshole? What the yeah. hell? You're not going to say Happy New Year? <laughs> yeah, we haven't spoken in days. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of Yet Another Podcast. Your boys, Summit and Thunmyth, we are out. Peace.
Peace. Classics. Classics.